The World Health Organization, they have called mixing and matching vaccines a, quote, dangerous trend, and that is causing a lot of confusion and a lot of concern in this country, as Canada, of course, has been doing this now for weeks. Here's Queen's University's Dr. Gerald Evans. He joins us now to discuss further here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Dr. Evans, always a pleasure. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Jeff. Afternoon. All right. Uh, lots of confusion, as I mentioned. So let's try to clear the air as best we can here, as the World Health Organization has said that their message has been taken out of context. Just what is the WHO reporting when it comes to mixing and matching of vaccines? Well, basically, they've explained now that their messaging was all around the use of uh, more than two doses of vaccine in many different jurisdictions around the world. As you know, uh, Pfizer, one of the vaccine manufacturers, has suggested that a third dose might be useful. Uh, and um, now countries like Israel is, is actually beginning to give third doses to people who are at risk. So these are people we know might have a suboptimal response to two doses. So it's unfortunate because with clarification, it really became a messaging about, you know, don't be using more than two doses going to third or fourth doses in different jurisdictions around uh, the world. And unfortunately, they used a word uh, dangerous to describe mixing and matching, which I think really caused a lot of concern amongst people. All right. So should Canadians, because as I mentioned a second ago, this has been going on for weeks now, as uh, you know, we've been trying to get as many people fully vaccinated as possible, mixing and matching of vaccines. It's been going on for weeks here in this country. Should Canadians be concerned? Uh, No, not at all. We've got, uh, you know, it, the amount of evidence we have to support mixing and matching is is not to the same extent that we have for the original two vaccine series that we have from Moderna, from Pfizer, from AstraZeneca, et cetera. But uh, that data is very, very impressive in terms of showing that it's a safe thing to do, uh, that it only produces a slight rise in really what are minor uh, side effects from vaccination. And secondly, we've got studies from Spain and Germany, which show us that, in fact, the immune response we see seems to be better when you're mixing uh, the different uh, vaccines. uh, And I'm principally talking about the adenovirus vector vaccines like AstraZeneca and the mRNA vaccines like Moderna and Pfizer. So I think we've got a pretty robust reasonable amount of evidence to support that this is a wise strategy and it seems to be working in many parts of the world where it has been already rolled out now for a few months and just to underscore that uh, final point uh, i know the world health organization has said that there's just not enough data or evidence regarding long-term effects but to the point you just made doctor real world uh, data right now is showing that mixing and matching has been overwhelmingly safe and effective Yes, absolutely. And of course, you know, we're always going to say there's no long range data. I'm hoping, Jeff, that about a year or two from now, we'll be able to say we've got long range data. Of course, these vaccines have really been available for under a year now. Uh, So, yeah, we're going to watch and see how that rolls out. But I am very confident, I would say, as an infectious disease physician, as someone who deals with vaccine and vaccine science and that, uh, that I'm not expecting any major safety signals to pop up. And I'm expecting for these to remain effective for a considerable period of time. All right. Joined by Dr. Gerald Evans. Dr. Evans also wanted to speak with you this afternoon regarding a possible fourth wave, which I think is something nobody wants to talk about or uh, hear about right now as we've come out of it looks like finally the third wave. But, you know, there are several uh, medical uh, professionals suggesting that a fourth wave wave is inevitable in Canada. Is that how you see it is like sometime this fall? Are we definitely going to see a fourth wave of COVID? Uh, I would be very hesitant to use the word inevitable. Uh, In my view, uh, there is a certain risk 
to an increase in infections that might arise. And that's principally going to be because we remain having a percentage of the population that's unvaccinated. And those are individuals making a decision not to be vaccinated. And of course, they're going to be vulnerable. And they're going to be vulnerable while we have variants like Delta, which is more transmissible than Alpha, which was more transmissible than the originator virus that are floating around. But my view is we're going to see some surges in cases. Some of those in unvaccinated people are going to result in hospitalizations and critical illness and, and even worse. But I don't really, in my view, see a wave unless something that we're just not aware of uh, suddenly appears. And I am cognizant of the fact that this virus has always been able to throw us a curveball now and then. But really, vaccination is our way out. And if we can get a large percentage, and I'm talking about, you know, 85, 90% of the population vaccinated, I would not expect to see a fourth wave. I would just see some surges that we're always going to see with seasonal respiratory viruses like coronaviruses tend to be. All right. If a fourth wave does happen, if it does occur later this year, sometime this fall, will it look very different than this a third wave? And will it look very different from uh, those that have been vaccinated as compared to those that remain unvaccinated? Yeah, absolutely. As I just sort of commented, the unvaccinated are going to carry a, a higher burden of serious disease. So how will the, if there was a wave, what would it look and how would it be different from the third and second waves? We'd see less hospitalizations uh, recognizing right now here in Ontario, we're very close to 80% uh, full, uh, single shots and very much closing in on a, that 50% fully vaccinated. Even people with one shot have enormous protection from this virus in terms of serious illness, hospital. Uh, and death. And so what we won't see if there is a fourth wave, we will should not be seeing anywhere near the degree of hospitalizations and deaths that we've been seeing in the first, second and third wave, certainly here in Ontario and I think across the country. So finally, I want to ask you about uh, fully vaccinated and the uh, fully vaccinated uh, rate, because as it stands right now, roughly here in Canada, I think we're uh, 80% vaccinated, uh, just close to 50% fully vaccinated with the target being around 75, 80% fully vaccinated. What does that mean uh, for the country and for Canada and our battle against COVID if we get there, if we get to that 75, 80% fully vaccinated rate? I think we get to uh, what everyone is hoping we're going to get to, which is a return to some degree of normality that existed prior to the pandemic. It really is our answer. Getting a large percentage of the population uh, fully vaccinated is a way of preventing the serious impact that this disease can have on all of the things uh, that we cherish, that we want to do, that we want to have come back to normal. I'm talking about school openings, uh, returning to normal social activities, et cetera. That's what full vaccination buys us. And that's why it's so critical. You know, getting vaccinated is a is a personal choice. However, what, what does it offer? It offers enormous personal benefit to yourself. It offers enormous benefit to family and friends and other people you're around. And it provides enormous benefit to our society in general and allows us to get back uh, to having something that resembles uh, what things were like before the pandemic occurred. All right, Dr. Evans, always appreciate the conversation and the time. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks a lot, Jeff. There's Queen University's Dr. Gerald Evans, infectious diseases specialist with us this afternoon.